Hello, and welcome to the LMA podcast featuring thought-provoking conversations with legal marketing and business experts. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, you're listening to the Strategies Live podcast, where we look at subject matters and issues affecting legal professionals and the work that we do. My name is Bernardo Andorat, Managing Director of Predictable, the first ALSP of Costa Rica. And I am joined by Andres Jara, co-founder of Alster Legal, one of the pioneers ALSPs in Latin America, and Kia Technology Inc., a legal tech staff that developed, developed a workplace platform for legal teams. Also, Donald Dubon from Epic, an LSP of Honduras, is here with us. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hello, Bernardo. How are you? Nice to see you, Andres. Nice to see you, too. It's a pleasure to be here. A warm welcome to those of you who are tuning into Strategies Live for the first time. This podcast series consists with the subject matter that's featured on Strategies and Voices, LMA's official online publication. You can visit the site at strategiesandvoices.org. In January and February 2023, content has focused on the business of law. In today's conversation, we'll be focusing on alternative legal services providers or ALSPs. And it is no secret to anyone that the legal sector has been reluctant to change. It has had a hard time turning away from its traditional forms to adapt it to the accelerated transformation of markets. However, in recent years, we have finally seen significant progress, including the arrival of new players, such as the alternative legal services providers. ALSPs are legal services firms which do not operate under the schemes that have been traditionally used over the years in the legal sector. For example, they are usually flat organizations with no complex, complex structures as those of traditional law firms, which include different layers of legal professionals, such as partners, associates, and paralegals. They favor the use of technology in the legal workforce. They offer alternative billing schemes different from the and they rely heavily on the use of technology such as intelligence and data analytics. According to a joint study issued by Tom Rogers along with Georgetown University and Oxford, the alternative, the alternative legal service providers have been gaining ground to the extent of generating an estimated of 20 billion on year 2022. And Latin America has not been a stranger to this phenomenon. To a contrary, it has received the LSPs with open arms. That's why today we see how firms like Epic, Alster, and Predictable are taking off. Donald, Andres, how has been your experience introducing the concept of the LSPs in Chile and Brazil? Well, the experience has been quite mixed, I would say. Um, at the beginning, uh, certainly it was uh, it was um, it was quite a journey and quite a challenge to convince clients and mainly clients to uh, understand the value proposition that ALSP has. Um, and certainly, um, usually in a market that it's not uh, really um, used to uh, interact with uh, different value propositions, but rather with similar value propositions like traditional law firm value propositions, um, to bring something new to the market is something that um, triggers a lot of, uh, I would say, uh, doubts at the beginning. 
Um, and the reason of that is, is, is certainly um, that we are talking about professional services and professional services are based on confidence. Therefore, um, when you are not still able to build a brand or a um, strategic positioning in the market and, and you are not well known for your success cases, um, it's, it's, it's still or it's much more uh, difficult to, to sell um, a different kind of service or, or um, your, even your, your value position. Um, however, um, after a couple of years and after some doors that did open in the past uh, that allowed us to build uh, those success cases and have uh, big brands uh, endorsing or strategic positioning in the market, uh, certainly it makes it easier and it starts to grow and it starts to react and it starts to uh, get a space in the market, right? So, however, when you see, for example, the Thomson Reuters studies that you uh, showed, Bernardo, before, um, and, and, and I got a lot of uh, messages after that uh, press release, uh, uh, saying, look, uh, the market is, is looking great. I mean, um, ALSPs are growing fast and, and everything is going great and, and you're getting uh, much more deals and much more clients. The, the true about that is, is that, that it's, it's, again, uh, it's a mixed feeling because uh, from one side, it's true that um, today there is more openness in a way uh, to open the doors and to explore and to hear uh, what you have to tell them. That at the same time, uh, in traditional law firms, still are really, really uh, relevant in the uh, Latin American market, um, and those traditional law firms are still very traditional. So today, in 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 more uh, developed markets like the U.S. or the U.K., you even hear a lot saying, "Look, alternative legal services providers are no more alternative anymore." Right, because basically they are a rule. They are part of the market. They're, it's 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 a common understanding that it's it's part of the structure of offering into the legal market. Um, it's that a reality. It's that um, a mirror um, in in Latin America. I would say not yet. Okay, uh, and and uh, and ALPs are still alternative uh, and are still uh, are still. Um, encouraged to, to show um, their value, their real value, uh, their differences with traditional law firms, and also the, to, to show and to, to give some confidence to clients uh, that uh, they are a better solution or a better fit for their needs. So yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell, Donald, I, I would say that that's my experience uh, in, in, in some years already in the market. Uh, but certainly you should have uh, also valid information regarding this, this topic. Thank you, Dries. Indeed, uh, we shared uh, most of your point of view. Uh, however, I, I think that this, it's, it's also be recognizing your experience uh, to talk about that since IOEPIC, which is our ALE just launched in February, we have uh, just a small time of exposure uh, as an ALSP, right? Um, perhaps also the regions understanding that uh, you come from South America and Central America have a different perspective in markets, also in population, involving also opportunities of business and, and, 
and also the interest of 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 investment in in these regions we 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 also see this this aspect that there's a transformation uh however there's always this confidence in the traditional way a law service has been provided yes we have since since we have uh launched from february right now 2023 previously we have already developed some type of solutions uh so we can attend the requirements of our clients but this didn't mean we had actually established ourselves as alsp which also brings the debate that how many law firms sometimes provide services that can be considered realms of the alsp and not from the traditional law firms but they also just identify themselves as traditional law firms right so in our perspective and and, and in talking in the most likely in the honduran market it's quite different to try to in, innovate new type of solutions need new type of 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 developing the services however the most important thing is i think that not in central america but in each country of latin america to review and and specifically understand each market meaning that some markets more might be more open uh, to understand and develop the alsp services instead than being so uh, conservative right however others because of their social economical environment might be a little bit different to assimilate these figures and also because probably most of the figures already have the confidence as as you mentioned uh, directly from traditional service provider let's call them right uh, it, it's it's quite funny because the law firm uh also has been evolving towards technology so many people think that what is going to be the main difference between a law firm which evolved abruptly in technology factors and uh, the the concept of an alternative legal service provider right so yes uh, i i think that uh the market is open uh europe and the united states have opened us this idea and these introductions so these type of services can be implemented in latin america in each of our regions but it, it is still to uh, a gap that will need to be socialized and the clients will need to be uh, i think introduced and also uh, taken in a company a way of 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 talking between how can we teach them to improve through these new services and explain them the virtues of each of these services and the solutions that might be uh, custom made for them right bernardo i don't know if you have a different experience also from your side yeah i think that well yeah the concept of the alspc in costa rica market is still very novel and we are working hard you know to introduce it and you know to for people to understand that there are other ways of, of doing things uh, in the legal sector but in general terms the 
Costa Rican market has reacted positively to the value proposition of, of Predictable to the concept of, of, of an ALSP. For example, at the beginning, we thought that our service would be very attractive, especially for small companies and startups, startups but time has shown that our concept of day-to-day -day legal services for a fixed price work, works great for large corporations who are looking to reduce and keep tight their legal budgets. So in, in general terms, I, I really think that uh, notwithstanding the concept is, is new, when you really bring, uh, as both of you said at some point, uh, a, a real value proposition to the client that uh, can improve the way uh, or the kind of, of legal services they receive, they will definitely will, will, uh, will be open to hear your, your proposal. I would like to shed some light uh, on the different types of alternative legal services uh, of that, of, sorry, of, of, the, of the different types of ALSPs that, that exist uh, in the market. And if you, if you see traditional directories, such as chambers, classify them based on the type of services they provide like legal project outsourcing, contract lifecycle management, and flexible legal staffing. And however, in my opinion, this classification still applies only to regions where the concept is well-established, such as Europe and the US. In Latin America, well, at least this is my experience in Costa Rica, you disagree based on your experience in Chile and Honduras, LSPs are not so specialized. So you can find firms that are in capacity of providing a combination of all the formation services uh, within one single uh, firm. This is probably because of the size of the market. So what do you think? Basically, Renato, one thing that we need to understand is it's, it's how LSP develop in, in more developed markets, right? So usually there are two kind of streams. Um, one is that um, that it's led by a founder who is a kind of disruptive lawyer that uh, is not really happy with working in traditional law firms that saw a space to improve the um, cost structure or operational model or business model or of the traditional legal services. Um, um, basically reducing uh, costs or introducing technology or uh, leveraging on uh, freelance lawyers and things like that, um, and starts his own business as an entrepreneur and, and, and basically uh, brings this value proposition uh, with all these kind of elements. That's one stream. The other stream, it's something quite different, um, and, and it's when a law firm, a traditional law firm, uh, shows or understands that there is a space to make a better segmentation of their offer. And, and that's, that's quite interesting. Uh, and actually, I like that path a lot because basically I've seen much success on those models that are not entrepreneurial models, but rather a strategy of optimizing the value proposition or the offering to existing clients of traditional offers. Um, Alan Aubrey did that, Clifford Chance did that, Dentons did that, DLA Piper did that, and so many others did that, right? 
Um, the most successful ALSPs, uh, like Lawyers on Demand, uh, like uh, Obelix Support, like uh, Axiom, and many others, um, do have, in a certain way, that specific uh, like origin, right? Um, maybe Axiom is, is, is a different story, but, but in the most of the cases, you see how, how they interact within a model. And, and, and that's something that I, I believe uh, it's, 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 um, it's lacking in Latin America. So law firms that understand that they could segment their offering and introduce different business power value proposition with a different cost structure, with a different pricing style to a different segment of the demand. Um, and and that's, that's something that you don't see too much in Latin America. Uh, on the other hand, there are the ones like myself that started on the entrepreneurial way uh, that came from traditional structures and try to uh, start a business from scratch uh, with all the challenges that we were um, facing or, or achieving uh, at the beginning of this month. So um, having said that, I believe that the natural tendency when you start uh, as an entrepreneur and you don't have any other like revenue streams is that you are trying to be focused but at the same time, don't uh, lose opportunities that you see on the table. So your natural tendency, or at least was myself, um, 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 doing that and, and, and understanding that and brainstorming about that was to have all the services within a same roof, right? So, so have the same roof, but all the scope of services, but there, because there were single opportunities on those uh, specific services. And the size of the market wasn't too big to say, I'm going to focus and specialize only on flexible legal terms. Okay, so that's that's part of the evolution. I believe a market and the maturity of the market shows, and, and that's um, that's part of my analysis at least from, from experience and, and, and how how you can see uh, an ALSP grow or an ALSP burn. Anything to add here, Donald? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I agree with Andres. Um, basically, just a couple of twists of his ideas. Speaking specifically to the to the question you asked us, yes, it is it is quite difficult to understand that we can have those classifications in our markets since our markets have not matured enough to assimilate what it in ALSP and the different environments that they can develop on and also the different solutions that they can provide ourselves through IOEPIC we have uh, reached uh, a middle ground between the two, uh, two two perspective that Andres just posed because we just founded this new uh, company right legal company however the three of us we came from uh, law firm structures and in, in the law firm and nature and knowledge sort of say, right? So we already knew and have previously been developing the type of solutions that each client will need. And also to help them have this transition from seeing us as a new player in the market, uh, being completely new without any background of a, of a specific law firm, but also understanding that we under that we can help them in also the traditional ways for example we we offer between our service the on-demand legal talent which help them provide 
solutions directly to consultants that might be referred there, uh, normally to traditional law firms, right? Meaning this will provide us any type of, of exposure at the same time that we are not specialized only in new type of solutions, such as the ones you mentioned. Um, one of the specific things that we have also noticed is that ALSPs also give this disruption mentality because technical people who come from other areas, other sectors, do have a feedback for legal solutions, meaning that they already have uh, evolved through those solutions or they have to uh, in, in, interact with them directly and see how properly can they get to a higher ground between the lawyers and their, their solution as technical parts, right? Meaning in this part, we have also uh, go into the realm of understanding what legal operations and legal tech can provide so we can structure the most helpful uh, point of view of these uh, ALSPs. In, in, in a conclusion, we do think that uh, the classification is really, it will be, it will be cutting off some mixed services uh, between the markets right now, specifically for our regions. However, we do think that each solution might have an entanglement with another one. So being in this, it doesn't mean it is not an ALSP solution. It is just a mix of solutions from the same provider, but different angles for, for it to work along the, the, the complete whole solution. Uh, I don't know if you want to expand a little bit between your experience, Bernardo. Yeah, I well, after hearing you both, uh, maybe I would like to, to, you know, talk about, talk a little bit farther about the elephant in the room and, and you know, discuss whether do you think or not, whether the alternative legal services providers compete or serve as a complement to traditional law firms. And if you don't mind that, I will take the first shot on this. So in my opinion, ALSPs are the ideal partners of traditional law firms. And you already talked about this, Andres, that those basically that's the most successful model. Uh, because they tend, well, ALSPs tend to be more flexible. So they can focus on matters or provide certain services that may not be a good business for law firms. For example, routine work or day-to-day -day matters that can be automated, contract management, and others. And by working together, alternative legal service providers and law firms can offer clients a unique value proposition that combines expertise, technology, and a fair price. So, yeah, I don't know if you want to add anything else on this, Andres. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I totally agree with you, Bernardo, and, and, and also the valuable interpretations from Donald on, on this regard. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I believe in cooperation, right? So, so um, cooperation can, can certainly uh, help a lot to, at the end, to, to give a better access to legal services to clients and to uh, optimize, uh, in a certain way, the operational model of law firms too. At the end, this is the, like, 
traditional way to see a market. It's 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 like a triangle, right? Um, I believe that in the case study that uh, Axiom developed a couple of years ago, they show a triangle where you have different layers, and you say, look, this is like day-to-day -day work or, or really, really like, like uh, recurrent, uh, non-sophisticated work that can be handled with a completely different cost structure than the work that it's really high-end, complex, and where you need the best and bright minds to uh, take care about it, right? So, so when you see that, that specific triangle and, and you see the structure and you, and you, and you talk about that, um, I believe that you can reach great conclusions uh, regarding how uh, the market can be composed and how segmentation can help to get a better market, a much perfect market where um, nobody can do or cover everything at the same cost, with the same quality, and the same speed, right? So, so I believe that, that that specific equation formalized something that needs to mature uh, or needs much more maturity in Latin America uh, in general terms. Um, certainly there are markets that are more um, developed in that regard. Actually, Brazil is it's a great example of that. Um, but, uh, but I believe that opportunities are placed on, on that specific range of uh, elements that are uh, composing or, or part of this equation. I'm, I'm just going to give a, a small compliment with Andres's and Bernardo's opinion. Uh, um, I, I also agree with them. Um, we are not a direct, let's say, a direct player who wants to compete to get out of the market the traditional law firms. That's not the purpose of an ALSP, and, and that's be, from our experience. We can also see them uh, because most of the law firms that has the graded budgets, the greatest structures, are also looking to develop their own ALSPs. So meaning that they're finding them as a support and as a partner to develop better and more efficient solutions for their clients. We have seen Rauda from, from Cuatre Casas. We have seen Pierpoint from Allen and Overy. And all the big fours have developed recently these ALSPs to try to give this a smooth transition and use them in, a, in, in, the, in, the, in the best terms possible to develop a better business for them, but not in a way that they're gonna get replaced, but to work together. So I do agree that we, are, we can be seen more as a, as a partner for the traditional law firms, more than a, competition, a direct competition. However, this will obviously have some uh, different point of views depending on the evolution in technology that the legal, uh, tr the traditional legal providers, let's say, have been doing it and how are they gonna evolve to compete uh, in a sort of way with the best solutions they want to have in-house. Don Andres, what do you think are the main challenges for alternative legal services providers? Well, between the, 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 the main challenges, I'm going to speak specifically for our region because since they, I, I think each challenge might be related directly to their market, you know, and the point of view of each market. Let's say, for example, in the United States, if you uh, 
develop an ALSP to address in a specific problem or in a specific institution or, 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 or a frequent service such as uh, parking tickets or, or yeah, parking tickets will be the great example. In our markets, it is not that it's not useful. However, it might be less attractive for investors or ourselves to develop a solution, meaning there is a smaller target market that will be open to make business regarding a, uh, a ticket from a parking service, right? Or, or a sanction because of, uh, of our vehicle. It is not impossible, and we have speak we have spoken, sorry, about the development of our market and the maturity that they might reach. But up to this date, I don't think it is, it is a, a, a flat answer for all the things that we can tell, we can tell that is a challenge. However, I, I do think that one of the most important challenges of ALSP will be to continue uh, providing solutions at a rhythm that the other law providers or the traditional law firms cannot reach, meaning that we have to evolve constantly in technology and being as efficient as possible so people don't even see us as a, as a legal service provider. You know, sometimes we just reach uh, the solution without giving a connotation or, or, or embracing it as a legal service provider. And, and I think that's going to be a, a challenge for the ALSPs to give the services and that people feel comfortable just to solve their, their problems through ourselves. Just a couple of thoughts about um, this last question is, is um, I believe that there is still a need for um, understanding better what uh, um, an ALSP is in Latin America. Uh, that's that's the first thing. So so education is missing, um, and and I believe uh, there is a lack of 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 uh, uh, proper time and interest in 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 the uh, in universities, for example, to cover this kind of topics and understand better the opportunities that this kind of business models can uh, generate in each market. First, secondly. Um, and our challenge that, that ALSPs face in Latin America, as uh, Donald was saying, is um, the size of the market. At the end, uh, at the end, we are split in many small countries, uh, and that means that that if you are not able to to build um, operational size uh, that covers different jurisdictions, probably your limitations from a size perspective. Uh, can um, make you struggle from a business and financial perspective. Uh, therefore, I believe that, that a successful ALSP in Latin America needs to be a multinational uh, Latin American company rather than just um, specific exercises in each uh, small market. Um, and building that, it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy at all. Uh, you need to manage egos, you need to manage, uh, you need to manage uh, uh, financials and, and many other things that are challenging uh, to cover that. Third, there are some exercises in the past, some successful actually exercises in the past in, in Argentina and Central America too, uh, that did provide or defined that their LSP services are not going to be 
provided to Latin American companies, but rather U.S. and U.K. companies, right? So, so basically saying, look, um, before you send contracts to, uh, I don't know, to Philippines or New Guinea or New, De New Delhi or something like that, uh, now you can send uh, contracts to Salvador or, or, or Guatemala or, or Honduras or whatever, uh, because we have great talents, we have great lawyers. Um, most of them are preferred under uh, even U.S. or common law uh, because they did their degrees there. Um, and um, and we are not really costly uh, if you compare us with with basically uh, U.S. or U.K. lawyers. So um, building those kind of value propositions and understanding that it's 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 interesting. Actually, the only um, example of a of a big ALSP that has already presence in Latin America working in different markets is United Flex working in Mexico, working in Argentina, and working in Brazil. Uh, certainly, they, they have only a few guys working on those projects, but recently, actually, they started working in a delivery center in Argentina. It makes total sense. I mean, it's, it's cheap for uh, U.S. standards. Um, and, uh, and, and uh, you have great talents uh, and, and great lawyers to work in those projects. So, yeah, I believe that there are still a lot of opportunities, but um, again, uh, cooperation is key. And I believe that, that uh, when people like you guys uh, can join um, a journey and, and share interest and, 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 and build something that has presence uh, all over Latin America might be much more successful from an ALSP perspective than uh, specific uh, country-driven uh, ideas or, 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 um, or entrepreneurial like, like challenge. Yeah, I think, well, that the main challenge for ALSPs is not falling in a comfort zone, which unfortunately has been the rule uh, for the legal sector for, for decades. I mean, it's very hard for lawyers to innovate, uh, you know, to, to, as I said before, to walk away in certain forms uh, and to maybe think out of, out of the box in, in terms of, you know, doing things differently. So uh, I think that remaining alternative rather than becoming mainstream will be uh, the main challenge of the LSPs. And I'm saying this because uh, every day new competitors like uh, are, are popping out. Like for example, ChatGPT, uh, non-traditional competitors like Amazon has been testing the legal, uh, the legal waters for a while now. So, I mean, those, those are massive challenges that ALSPs and well, any other like players in the legal sector would have to to face and and, and be creative in order to, to overcome uh, uh, successfully. Donald, and this, so in order to start like closing this episode of uh, of the podcast, uh, I would like to to say that. I really think that the ALSPs are bringing a breath of fresh air to the legal profession. And, and this will benefit all the stakeholders of the legal landscape, including clients that will receive better services at lower and fixed rates, and lawyers that will learn that the practice of law can walk away from its traditional forms and embrace a whole new way of doing things. 
we have seen, and, we, and I'm sorry we make sure such a relevance about the market, but at the end, it also, ALSP is a business, so it has to be profitable. And the, the thing with the market is that, uh, as you mentioned, it is a fresh air because also the population have been changing the way they have been uh, executing the legal services and what they require from the legal providers. Meaning that new people or young people, let's say, will rather have a quick solution instead of being referred to the, the best or, the, or, or at least the reference of one of the best lawyers, such as our parents and grandfathers have been done that they relied also who was the one making the, the, the service, right? This doesn't mean is it is gonna affect uh, at all the, the reputation. We, we, don't, we, we don't are seeing this type of perspective, but we are more likely seeing that each professional may develop their own practice, but still be competitive with bigger structures and bigger law firms. We highly encourage people, for example, to establish and understand our solution of uh, th that we have mentioned specifically of on-demand legal talent in which we want to embrace uh, freelance professionals or people who have been active in the legal sector before in another type of structure and be helpful to be challenged in just one operation, one transaction, one client, or if their will is, they can do it through many clients, many operations, many transactions, meaning that there's a different way of developing business in the legal sector. And also that this may help people understand that they also have these huge opportunities, which sometimes we, we, we see limited in Latin America to have a great exposure to other type of environments, clients, transactions, requests, we, you can name it, right? And yeah, we think that it's a great uh, fresh air uh, developing for the legal services, but better and better for all. It is giving also the tipping point so we can push further the technologies the quality of the service and the quality of the people behind the services so they can reach a better and a smoother uh, service. Meaning this, that people such a, or corporations such as companies and, and individual clients such as regular people can have a better uh, development in whichever their personal, their professional, their academic area without having to struggle with the, let's say, uh, contrast or differences that were not so positive from the traditional service providers. Andres, do you agree? Do you have another type of point of view? No, I couldn't actually have a different type of point of view, Donald. I, I believe that uh, what you said, it's, 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 it's totally true. And, 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 uh, and um, just for a closing idea, uh, Bernardo and, and, and Donald, I would say that there is a great space uh, in Latin America to grow these models, but it takes time. So one thing that I've learned uh, the last nine years, almost nine years, uh, is that that um, 
It is, um, as uh, Richard Saskin, I believe, says, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an incremental permanent transformation, but it's not disruptive transformation, uh, which means that, that certainly it's, it's a step-by-step -step process. Uh, and as, as far as we understand that, we are going to be okay. We are going to survive, we are going to have great businesses, and we are going to grow. Um, but it's a step-by-step -step process. So if we want uh, to compare us with, I don't know, um, um, to rockets or to um, scale-ups and startup, uh, startups growing fast and quick in a couple of years to have an exit, well, probably we are, um, I don't know, in my perspective, wrong in the way how you manage and how you believe the business is going to grow. Um, but uh, certainly, I believe that there are many opportunities. There is a great market to cover, um, and there is still um, um, so immature that it needs a lot of uh, players that trigger those changes. Um, and um, and bright minds are there. Uh, one example of that are you guys doing what you are doing in your countries. Well, uh, Don Andres, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts about uh, the AL space. It has been a pleasure to share this uh, podcast with you. Uh, and to everybody that is uh, hearing uh, the podcast today, please be sure to read the article featured this month on the strategies and voices at strategiesandvoices.org. And if you aren't already, be sure to subscribe to the LMA podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and to rate and review our episodes. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time. That concludes another installment of the LMA Podcast. To discover all that LMA has to offer, visit legalmarketing.org. For links to content featured in this episode, please check out the show notes. If you like the podcast and want to help others find us, we hope you'll take the time to subscribe to it and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and have a great day.